Hello friends, what is happening and welcome to the Multiverse Podcast, episode 86 for October the 11th, your weekly entertainment show covering movies, TV, video games, comics and everything in between. Coming up on this week's episode, we've got our first look at Hawkeye, the TV show, we'll give you our reactions to the trailer, Squid Game review, the ever so popular Netflix TV show that's taken everybody by storm, Halo Infinite, COD Vanguard and the Battlefield 2042 beta reactions and we'll give you some Deathloop gameplay impressions or actually a review. Uh, all that and plenty more coming up on this week's episode of the Multiverse. I'm your host and known as number one fan, Hussein. My co-host is the meme lord, Mio, and welcome to episode 86. Mio, how you doing? I'm doing great. How you doing? Yeah, not too bad. I remember when I wrote this up, you were still in the middle of playing the flute. Now I'm sure you'll, you'll finish it, correct? Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll give uh, my thoughts on it later. Yeah, so it's been a, it's been quite some time. So obviously we've been busy, I've been away and so on and so forth. So we're back. Um and let's get let's jump straight into it. I don't know where to start actually. It's just uh, we've had a lot of let's start with the movie club uh, picks okay. as always. We've had quite a few selection or pick, and uh, I'm tr- I'm going to try and remember them as as much as possible. Uh, let's start off with Akira Mio. Yep. This How'd you was. Like that? Uh, I don't think I appreciated it as much as it deserves. I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed aspects of it. Uh, for me, I think coming into this, it felt like you know it was going to go one of one of the two. See if I'm going to go super super enjoy it, or it's going to be like a you know space odyssey sort of thing where mm-hmm. uh, you know I'll enjoy it, some aspects it was, of it. It was revolutionary at the time, but like now yes. it's yes. I think like it's a beautiful movie. Oh, hundred like, percent. Yeah, like like the animation's sick. The vision of like neo tokyo like it helped inspire like you know how you like see a lot of cyberpunk media yes. today like cyberpunk or blade runner 2049 yeah like i i don't really like the plot that much either me like, neither it's, it's, it's like there's some psychic kids yes they like develop telekinesis then in the end the ending i saw i just saw this when i was like 11 12 and the ending yep. was like what the fuck is going on mm-hmm. like what the fuck is this body horror like oh but you know i you know i appreciate it like you do it's yeah i I think it's it's beautiful i think it it sounded very good i think the soundtrack was great um it's but for me it's weird i think the plot was kind of a mess at times it just feels so long and i just feel like at times it felt so out of balance but looking at it I can see where a lot of movies currently have kind of taken inspiration from. So, for example, uh, Blade Runner for start, yep. uh, some aspects from that. I would say some aspects of uh, of Star Wars, Tron. Um, so I, I can see why this could be someone's because look, this is a movie where a lot of people say it's their favorite movie, uh, but for me, it, it it's kind of a I wouldn't say a, a mega miss. It's just a slight miss. Like I could do, I can really appreciate what it's trying to do and stuff, but I just feel like this is an experience. First of all, I needed to experience at that time because it's genre defying at that time, you know. And now it's quite hard to be genre defying when you watch a movie like that because you know you've been so flooded with other movies and movies that have possibly done certain things from that movie better. So like, like Blade Runner, for example. Um, but I think I'm sure at that time it was, as I said, genre defying and it was the best in its class, but I think yeah. it's aged well. Don't yeah. get me wrong, but I, I feel, feel like, like yeah, yeah, it still looks great today. Like I, I still love like how it looks like it gets used a lot in like, like music videos and yes. like, the stronger video by Kanye was like inspired, yes, yes, yes. heavily inspired by it, mm-hmm. and like I still love the look of it. But like, you know, I I could you know I could do without the plot honestly. Yeah, Rick's gonna Rick's gonna be mad at us. <laughs> yeah, because I, I remember him recommending this as one of the movies is kind of getting through that, uh, and you said it's quite a heavy, heavy movie for that, and I could I could see why to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. But I I enjoyed aspects of it. Don't get me wrong. It's just not something that I would come back to again. Quite possibly, maybe just to see certain aspects, but I enjoyed it. You know, it's a watchable movie. Uh, it's not one of those movies where you know it, you just hate. I I, I yeah, didn't hate it's, this it's movie. Not, it's yeah. not a bad movie by any means. It's you know, yeah. It's not. It's not like a uh, masterpiece. I would it's not love studio. It's not like a yeah. studio Ghibli movie. Come on. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I would have loved to kind of experience this when this first came out. To be honest with you, you know, clear minded, not. 
I wouldn't say brainwashed, but brainwashed by other movies that have come afterwards that have done stuff better and seen or experienced what it would have been like to watch at, at that time. Same with Space Odyssey. I think that was my problem with Space Odyssey where I just didn't like it. I just couldn't, for the life of me, get into it. And I feel like that's because you know other movies have done stuff better than it. And it was just, yeah. So I think for me, that, that was that. And I kind of knew that would probably be my impressions going in because of um, like the hype behind it and it being genre defying and it being the best in its class at the time. And when it dropped, people saying it's a masterpiece. For me, it, I, I knew it was going to be one or two, either I, I would agree with that or, you know, just be on the fence and be like, okay, it might have been at that time, but right now it's just not doing it for me. And it, and it did it, to be honest with you. Um, your pick was Riders of Justice, which is kind yep. of a, I would say it went under the radar. Uh, but it's got super our, under the radar. Yeah, I got we got it's got our goat Mads Mikkelsen in it. I really enjoyed this movie. I right? Say. Yeah, I, I, I remember. I, I I remember. I watched this movie. I was like, I was expecting for it to be like taken John Wick, but like it's it's like a really funny movie, isn't it? Like, yeah, I, I, I was laughing throughout the movie. I was surprised by the humor. Mm-hmm. I thought, you know what, it's going to take itself super serious. It's going to be try and you know be the over the top John Wick uh, taken uh, movies. But it's actually got a lot of uh, humor in it, and I really enjoyed this, uh, the storyline. And I, I really like the the moral to the story. You know, it, it basically goes to the whole thing: an eye for an eye makes the whole world blind, sort yeah, of thing. And exactly, exactly. And he saw red and wouldn't. We we could spoil it because it's not a, big, a, oh, yeah, a yeah. big big deal. But he saw red, and eventually it was the the wrong person, wasn't it? But because yeah, they never they never say like if it was like an accident or not but like you can assume like it was just an accident and like yeah you know like it, it was i wouldn't say it was all pointless because he like you know he like made a family but like this is like exactly. the first revenge movie that's actually like revenge isn't the answer like you yeah. have to like move on you have to like you know like you have to like accept the accept you know like the loss Exactly, exactly. It was like acceptance of the loss. Was it an accident? Was it uh, intentional? Even if it was, it was the fact that they weren't really sure. They didn't mm-hmm. have a clear understanding of what happened. And even the guy, when they did the calculation, it goes to show how even a small percentage can throw everything off. And, you know, you go from having the right guy to the wrong person. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this person was just in the wrong place at the wrong time sort of thing and the right person escaped because he saw the, the the scene where he was he goes back home that uh, scene but, hilarious yeah <laughs> but but the fact that yeah when he was like oh, i got I bought a sandwich and it was shit and, yeah it was shit and uh, like it, the whole his whole suspicion was like he got off and he only ate one bite of a sandwich that's suspicious yeah and later on it's like the sandwich was shit <laughs> the sandwich was shit yeah and it's just it's that it it's it flows back to the whole idea of you know positive intent don't judge a book by its cover sort of thing where mm-hmm. it was guilty before they even you know had had the trial so it wasn't uh, innocent till proven guilty it, they instantly assumed that's it he's guilty because he essentially threw his sandwich away and he was he looked out of place he didn't suit the you know the scenery he, he was he wasn't a typical white person he was a foreigner in he seemed out, out of place and and as I said it you're spot on where revenge isn't the answer in this. It was more of, okay, first of, first of all, what did happen sort of thing. But I think the answer for it is, okay, you've lost th- something, but he couldn't just accept the fact that he still got his daughter mm-hmm. and he was willing to let things, he, he nearly lost his daughter. So he, out of all this, he could have lost everything. Yeah. And he didn't see that. And he just let, you know, the red mist just, uh, fly over him and he's just like enraged by by grief and and revenge but as you said it even throughout all this there was even though he killed people you you can't necessarily say you know what they deserve to die because of obviously they were was, bad people it was, it was mostly self-defense other than like yeah the one scene where they're like driving off and he shoots them muscle yeah the muscle was self-defense yeah and like even though we say revenge isn't the answer and stuff like the revenge, the revenge scenes like pretty cool. Like, yes. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they were. Um, <laughs> and the first time he snaps when he goes to the, the guy's house, knocks again, he just snap snaps his neck. I thought, I thought mm-hmm. that was pretty cool. Uh, but along the way, they did do good, didn't they? They like they saved each other, they understood each other. Yeah. 
they, could, they, he couldn't like he couldn't raise his daughter by himself so like yeah. they had like a whole like bunch of like misfits and like weirdos yes. raise them and it's like you know like they became a family at the end yeah I was like, oh, exactly. this is pretty cool like one guy is like you know he killed his daughter in like a drunk driving accident mm-hmm. one guy is like super like he's just i, I feel like he has like Tourette's or something where he's just like snapping at people yes <laughs> one guy is just like like really fat and like really like he loses a genius all, essentially yeah. yeah they're all like they're all like outcast by themselves yes. but like together they like make a family and like and, you know that's cool and, and not forgetting the the sex slave they yeah they, that they say <laughs> uh, the most random but uh what was funny was just the boyfriend it was he he's still part of that family but he gave them up quickly yeah, I know. You snitched on them like, quick. Come on, like one one broken finger, you're gonna snitch on your whole family. Come on, come on. You could you could at least like had your hand broken, but I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, uh, but I I really enjoyed this, and I think Mad, I think the whole cast as a whole, you know, they just worked yeah, well. Need, you know, I need to watch more Danish movies. They're good. Yeah, I think the thing is, movies outside of Hollywood because they're on such a low budget, and you know. They they just seem to work. They just mm-hmm. make do with what they have, and there's nothing over the top or super, you know, super CGI or whatever. It's just all just done there, and it saves them a lot of money. And the money goes into a, at least a, a well, well, a good cast. I think I'm not too sure how famous most of the cast are in in Denmark, Denmark, but yeah, Matt's is been, famous. Yeah. yeah, obviously he's the, he's the only one that I know. I don't know about the rest. I don't know if they're like involved in any, you know, Danish TV shows or movies. But I think, I thought the cast worked extremely well, to be honest with you. And I, I really enjoyed it. I wasn't sure what to expect from this movie. Mm-hmm. I did see it floating around on social media. I think it was social media. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to watch it. I really, really enjoyed this movie. Um and we started Spooky Season. So the first pick for Spooky Season was The Cabin in the Woods by your brother. Uh, I've seen this movie many times, to be honest with you. Uh, I've talked about it many, many times. I, I really enjoyed this movie. It's not a bad yeah, it's, movie. It's not like, it's it's like super over the top. It's yes. kind of silly. Like, yep. You know, it's like, at the end, it's just like crazy. Like there's like a bunch of monsters and like a secret lab. and Yes, and yes, yes. And then it turns out like they're a, all betting on each other and it's like a yeah. big massive game or, or something. I think, I've mentioned this before. I think the ending rubbed a lot of people the wrong way because they were quite expecting something a bit more, I don't know, horror rather than something a bit more like sci-fi. Sci-fi horror, yeah. Uh, besides the ending, I I really enjoyed the movie. To be honest with you, it's it, it's a great laugh. You you know what to expect from this sort of movie. Yeah, it's not like too scary either. Yeah, which you know it's, it works great for me. But yeah, it's it's you know it's spooky season movie. Yeah. And then, uh, sorry, just the ending, as you said, was just all over the place. It was like super over the top. Like when they open up the the cells and everyone just runs out, I was like, bah. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Uh, next pick, Aaron pick, uh, American Psycho. Have you watched it? I haven't rewatched it. I just haven't had time yet. I got back late, but I have seen this movie uh, many times, actually. And I've actually got uh, a copy of it in my collection. I love this movie, to be honest with you. Yeah. This Uh, was like, this was like, Christian Bale's breakout performance, I think. Yeah. I'm trying yeah. to think of what other movies he was in before. Like he was in like Empire of the Sun as a kid, but I think this one was like no, I, th- I think this is the one. Yeah. I think this is the one. And this is the one where his physique got a lot of attention because straight after it he was doing like, you know, his diet was like yo-yoing up and down and he would put on weight, lose weight, and it was just like have you seen those um posts about his weight fluctuation for his yeah. career? I don't know why he does it. Just yeah. like put on like a fat suit or something yeah ridiculous uh but yeah i would agree i haven't seen it so i can't uh remember most of the, the stuff uh, i think the last time i saw it was quite a few uh, few years ago actually um but from what i remember it I, I like it and the fact that he kills jared leto as well it's like oh chef's kiss um but yeah we've, we've talked we've actually talked about this in one of the podcasts i think so we won't talk too much about it but it's it's a great movie you know you know what you're getting from well Looking back at it, you know what you came from Christian Bell. Did Equilibrium come after this or before this? Is what I'm I think to it came out after, after this. Definitely. Yeah. Um, but it's gruesome. It's, there's a lot of stuff in there now that if you notice, you know, it makes the movie that slightly uh, a bit better, which that's why I want, I want to rewatch it. Um, but yeah, gruesome uh, gruesome movie. Christian Bell is just an absolute psycho. He actually sells you that psycho lifestyle, doesn't he? And that the whole mm-hmm. Jekyll and Hyde, you know, you can never... 
you can never know what someone's truly like, you know, like in the office and stuff like that. He seems like, I wouldn't say like a mellow person. There's hints of, you know, a psychotic demeanor there, but like when he snaps and when he's just like, Oh, I, I love it. That scene where he's, he just puts on the suit and it comes with, with the ax. I'll never forget that. He just drags the body. Uh, Top the scene belt. where uh, the scene where he's like having sex, but like the whole time he's just he's just looking at himself in the mirror and he's like yeah. flexing. And yeah, he's like that's so funny. That's so funny. <laughs> like that's uh, how that's how that's how Drake probably has sex. Like one hundred percent. But yeah, those were the movie club picks for the last few weeks. Uh, let's talk about Squid Game because I know you started watching. Yeah. It's, it's, it, it's the big thing, you know. I for me, I. I was told that this is a comparison to Alice in Borderland, which I absolutely loved. I think we both watched that show and we both enjoyed it. We said Alice in Borderland, it could have, end, well, you could have split, you know, when they got to the beach as a separate season and then made just the first season longer about the games and so on and so forth. Anyways, so when I was told this was pretty similar, I was like, okay, cool. I'll, I'll jump into it. It's, uh, it's a South, I think South Korean, not Japanese. Yeah, South Korean. Yeah, we don't uh, get North Korean stuff. North Korea, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I really I finished it yesterday. I really enjoyed it. It's yeah. I wouldn't say it's better than Alice in Borderlands. I what do you think? Do you reckon it's better? I'm not I, too I, sure. I didn't I didn't finish Alice in okay. Borderlands, but like I think I think they're on the same part. Like okay. you know, like it's a really enjoyable show. It's yeah. like it's weird how like shows blow up, you know, like it's like how it's like is it the algorithm? Is it like social media is a marketing? Because like I wouldn't That's, say this yeah. is like the best show ever but like you know it's a good it's a good show it's a- yeah i wonder how shows blow up because this isn't like a show that you know would grab your attention but like yeah yeah i need to watch it but i think word of mouth and you know it goes out like vans have what i think their their sales of their vans white sneaker have gone through the roof apparently like seven thousand percent or something mm. um so I, shows have like a, a an effect on everything on on, on merchandise on on just like on everything on social media so I, I don't know how I came across it I think people were starting talking I think a few of my classmates were talking people and in, in, in the current project I'm, I'm working with have started talking about it um, so I thought you know what I'll, I'll jump in and just watch it and I really enjoyed it and I like these this is kind of the show that I like you know where it's based on a game and you have to kind of do something and you know there's a, a thought process behind it I really like I, I really enjoyed that like the first game they they did with the the big statue the, and she's singing bro yeah, i was like i was like green light yeah yeah red light green light yeah exactly i re- i love that i was hooked on that one um but what was your yeah, favorite so you, game in the oh, game you know what you've watched episode three, eight or seven eight. eight is that the one with the glass floor yeah yeah so that reminds me of four guys right that's my oh, favorite. Yeah. This whole That's... show reminded me of Fall Guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys. Literally, this whole—I I was about to tweet yesterday, but I didn't want to kind of ruin what I was going to say for the podcast. This show is Fall Guys, the Netflix show, basically. Mm-hmm. It's so funny, except um, a lot more depth. Yeah, I think my favorite one is—it has to be the glass one um, mm-hmm. because there's a way that of seeing. Good. Yeah, there's a way. There's actually a way of seeing tempered glass versus normal glass. Tempered glass will always have a reflection in the glass. I think it shows uh, rainbow lights. Mm-hmm. Whereas normal glass, it's just normal uh, lighting uh, because my PC case is tempered. And when I used to have a fish tank, the lighting in there would ref- uh, refract differently. So that's how you t- And that's how the guy was trying to figure it out at the end and with the noise. And then they turned the light off. I was like, ah. Um, but it's that game. I really like the the honeycomb one. That was quite cool. Really? I, yeah. That, okay. That was, I like that one. I like that one at first, but like, it's really not fair because, like, if you get an easy shape, it's like you know all you have to do is just like cut out the the outsides. Yeah. But um, I'm tired of seeing recipe videos and those honeycombs on Instagram. Oh, That's all I see. I'm, I'm like, I'm if so I bored. see one more video, I'm deleting this app. Like, I'm, I'm t- stop making these videos. I'm so you're bored ruining the videos. show. You're ruining um, the show, honestly. Uh, the other game that I really enjoyed was the the marble game because it was different yeah, variations. That was a it. sad episode. That was a sad. Bro, I that was a sad. I was like immediately when they're like Pandora, I'm like, don't pick your friends, don't pick your friends. You're gonna go against them 100. Oh percent Don't do it. And then I, it's like the old guy fakes his dementia, and like that was sad. The uh, the Pakistani guy did gets that. fooled. Yeah, the Pakistani guy. Uh, and the two girls, they're like, you know, 
yeah. like you know it was that was that was probably the best episode honestly like that was yeah sad i really enjoyed that one the way he did ali bad they did him bad it, 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 uh, but you know what i like about the show for me it's it's a and and it's relatable to to current times how people and kind of just humans you know they they just do stuff for money just to yeah just for money and they don't care about anything they don't care who gets hurt like the guy went off and he came back and his mum's dead. You could have just stayed and looked after your mum. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So Man, it's the chase. Oh, well, it's not really that much <laughs> of a spoiler. Um, and, uh, also, uh, wait, I had to say yeah. episode two was bad. Like, I don't know why they put episode two there. It's like the one where they leave the game. Yeah, like, I didn't get that. That was the I'm worst like, episode. Just go yeah. back to the fucking game. We know what the show is about. Yeah. It's, it's just felt like filler. But the only thing I felt like about uh, episode two was you know when you dangle a carrot in front of some somebody and they you know they try so hard not to want it and then they come back to it. I think that's what it was. It's the fact that the greed got to them. You know, they all they could think about is that money, and they all decided, you know, I should go back. Mm-hmm. Like them coming out was like a second chance of life, but they didn't want to take it. They wanted to to just go for greed and follow follow, follow the money trail essentially. And that's how what I I liked episode two because of that story and that kind of idea philosophy behind this episode but as an episode as a whole i completely agree with you it was quite we know what the show is about the show works well and the show is strongest when the when the games are happening everything else there's not much happening you know there's a few side stories here here and there with i won't say who but the person uh, inside and then you've got you know the the organ donors uh, mm-hmm. so there's a lot of stuff and i feel like the organ donor one that, that was just unnecessary i think yeah that was, overall that was... like it led it led to nothing with the guy that's in there okay quite possibly but what i want to know is how the fuck did his phone last that long (laughs) like he he had it oh i don't want to say i don't want to spoil it but yeah uh so there's a lot of side stories essentially that you know really do detract from from the show in overall i think they just could have been more condensed yeah exactly it could have been more condensed and it could have been uh truly focused on on the games and the characters that are involved in the games themselves but other than that i thought it was quite tense and suspenseful at times i think you know uh each episode had its own story uh essentially uh and it was quite sad uh, at points like it shows you even your friends you know they could stab you in the back and you know go for something else and not care about your own well-being and and you saw it you saw it from that guy at the start who who gave the guy enough money to get home and he had no money himself and then how he evolves his, his persona changes over time as there was more money in in, in the bucket essentially mm-hmm. and how they didn't care about or this they dis- disregarded human life essentially so yeah. uh, and, and it's quite nice it shows you the flaws of a human and and it mm-hmm. does it so well uh, in in aspects and uh, yeah, it, even the main character when he was f- doing the marble game with, with with the old guy, it it just shows you even someone just like him. As soon as you give them an opportunity, as soon as you realize the opportunity was there, they took it. And there's no disres- uh, disregard for um, any human life. So, but I, I really enjoyed it. I don't think it's better than Alice in Borderlands for me. Uh, I can't remember what I gave that show, to be honest with you. But this, I think this is a solid three and a half star show, to be honest with you. Yeah. I'd, yeah. I'd, Would you I'd, like another season of it? I think it's possible. I'm not going to ruin the, the ending. I want to see, when we come back to talk about it again, or just drop me a message on Instagram, let me know if you see the ending coming. Because at parts, I was kind of suspicious, but then I was like, okay. But a season two... <sighs> Me personally, I wouldn't need a season two, but you know how the Netflix uh, cycle works. A show blows up. Yeah, and they had to. They had to do. A they have two. to make a season two. Yeah, there's no other way around it. Um, and we've seen that with uh, the the money heist. That's needed one season. You know, it got yeah. so popular. Stranger they... Things too. Stranger Things season one ended like pretty conclusively. Yeah, you could probably push a Strangers season two, but that's about it. To be honest with you, yeah. uh, you could have just ended it on there. But you know marketing now the hype behind it and just netflix as a whole they want to make their money they want to get subscribed i don't think they make i don't think they get that much subscribers from from new shows i don't know how it works i don't know how they make their money um but yeah but this show was like 10 years in the making 
the, the guys yeah. today who are trying to write it, all the studios, you know, laugh at him and, and stuff like that, which is quite nice to see hard work eventually pay off. But mm-hmm. it's, I don't think you can put a season two. I really don't. Let me know when you watch the, the final episode. And because and, what are you going to do? You're going to still gonna do more games? Probably not. Like, you know what? You're going to do, like, yeah. do like tag or like hide yeah. and seek. Yeah. You know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of Saw. Where the first one, yeah, ended, it does, it does, yeah. it does, yeah, because it was always essentially games and stuff, and it ended super well. It could have just been that, and then people wanted more, and they started becoming saw one, two, three, four, five, and then and it spun like off 15 of them, yeah, and they spun off. And the one with uh Chris Rock in it, or whatever, it's just, yeah, I don't know. I think we're definitely gonna be getting a season two when and what's about. I honestly, I, I, I can't tell you. I, I really can't. Uh, so that was Squid Game. I, I think I, I give it, I give it three and a half. I think it's, a, it's, it's good in aspects and it falters in aspects, but it's a show that will keep you uh, booked and seeing where it's uh, actually going to go. Uh, I haven't really watched many movies. I think the only thing I've watched besides obviously the movie club and Squid Game is the Schumacher documentary, and that's a that's a two hour long movie. You don't have to be a a motorsport fan to actually enjoy this. Uh, if you if you really enjoyed you know the last dance and there's last chance I think it's a, about American football and there's uh, yeah. other shows yeah you'd really enjoy this I would highly recommend everybody watch because it for me it was not just the insight to one of the greatest in in Formula One but it was the insight to to that mentality you know we we had that mentality with with Kobe we had that mentality with with Jordan that mentality well. We, we would assume it's the same kind of winning mentality with LeBron. So it's that killing, that winning mentality. You know, they they would do anything to win. I was, I was, I was, my mind was still on squid, so I was like killing mentality. But they'll do anything to win, and it, and they show you the hard work and dedication and the sacrifices they make throughout their life. You know, uh, to succeed at something, and I really loved it. it. It really brought a tear to my eye. I'm a big Formula One fan, a big Schumacher fan. And um, it was a beautiful watch. It's a really quick movie. As a fan myself, I wish there was more insight to his life because obviously he's bedridden. We don't know if he's what his current state is. I don't know if you're up to date with what happened to him here, where he went down skiing. Oh, so I'm. You know who Michael Schumacher is? Like one he's of the greatest, Formula One. Yeah, the greatest. Yeah, one of the greatest in Formula One races ever. Won several world championships five in a row and he went on a skiing trip and he had an accident and he basically became uh, a vegetable yeah sort of thing and damn. so he's just we don't know what his current state is so it was nice to see this life um, being portrayed and, and stuff but it's a I would highly recommend it it's a quick watch uh, you you do not have to be a, a, a sports fan or a motorsports fan to actually enjoy this because there's a lot that you could take and uh, just have in, in, in your life in your current life there's a lot of um, uh, information there and uh, approaches so I, I really enjoyed it. that's the only thing I've actually watched I have had no time but I tell you what I have been doing I've been playing a lot of beta games so um, I'll start off with COD Vanguard because I think this will be the shortest uh, it's a skip I'll, I'll, I'll say that it's so Modern Warfare 2019 I really enjoyed that I loved I think it was one of the best COD games in terms of gunplay the thing that let it down was its maps and map design and how everything was, you know, uh, you could open up every door to go into a building and there was a lot of camping. So it, it did promote camping. Um, and so with Vanguard, it's the same engine, uh, but in a World War II setting, first of all, the World War II setting is an absolute bore right now. Yeah, like, I, 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 I hate it. I do not want it. I don't care about it. And I'll tell you now, it's... I say this every year, Mia, but I now, if I, if you, I'm going to make a bet with you right now. If I buy Vanguard within the first five months of launch, Mia, I will mm-hmm. buy you Wings. Wings? Yeah. That's, wings that's on me. the easiest bet we've ever made, fam. You think I'm going to buy Vanguard? <laughs> yeah, you're going to buy. I, I, say, you, yeah. I say I'm not going to buy Madden and NBA 2K <laughs> every year. Then like, I'm like, I see it on Steam. I was like, damn it. Um, but I'll tell you why, and this is a great segue, because Battlefield 2042 and Halo are going to be dropping, and I know which ones I want to be playing. So I'll start off with Battlefield 2042. That's the one that's just ended yesterday, today, actually. I really enjoyed this. It is a two-month-old build, uh, so there is a lot of bugs on it. I, I've 
Battlefield 5 I've come to to love over, over the last few months. The last one I actually bought day one was Battlefield 4 and never bought another Battlefield since day one just because, you know, EA and their servers and just the game being buggy. This feels really good. Besides the bugs, which they've said, you know, because it's a two-month-old build, all the bugs have been fixed and stuff like that. This feels really, really good to play. Uh, I'm hyped for this. I've been, I can't believe I am so excited for a Battlefield game. Uh, the maps are huge. That's there's a few things that they need to sort out. First of all, the maps are mega and massive. There's 128 players per team. So you've played Conquest with me before. You know kind of what the deal is about that. Now there's like now hour think, matches. Yeah. Now even on the zones in Conquest, they're broken down to let's say A1 and A2 because the maps are so big. Uh, so you never see every single player. There's a few things that I really don't like in the game, but it's a beta, so there's absolutely no point in me talking about it. So hopefully they rectify that. Uh, they need to change the HUD and the UI because it's such absolutely shit. Uh, but gunplay is where it matters and, and it and it works. And one of the, I think we had Apex come along, for example, and revolutionize battle royale games with you know their ping system and you know yeah. there's a lot of other things to even the loot system they had battlefield is doing something very very unique in uh, first person shooters where you have this plus system where you can change attachments and your weapon on the fly so let's say you're in a close quarter environment you could change your iron sight to be a close quarter iron sight and then when you go out into the open you could change it where it's like you know three times optical zoom or whatever and you've got changes for silencers ammo and and that's going to revolutionize i think shooters for years to come i think it's one of the best systems they've incorporated i've found myself using that a lot uh i can't wait to see the full game because i would like to see if there's a you know you can you can take stuff into battle with you and then you could uh change stuff up uh and then there's another mode i'm really really looking forward to i'm sure you've heard of escape from tarkov it's like a it's it's a video it's a game called escape from tarkov it's on steam it's basically battle it's a kind of a battle royale game but you're not facing off with each other you're you're assigned with uh, an objective and you have to take that objective whether it's um i don't know what it is like a suitcase whatever and you have to take it to an extraction point and everybody's mm-hmm. trying to do the same thing. And obviously you come across player versus player, player versus enemy, AI enemies. And if you miss the extraction point, obviously you, you need to, it's basically a survival game in a kind of a battle royale uh, environment. So that's something I'm looking forward to. That's obviously wasn't in the beta itself, but it's looking good. I have to say it's looking good. The bugs, I hope EA and DICE are not lying about the these bugs being washed out and you know that's not the state of the current game because i would be extremely disappointed um i played i think i played only about six hours i haven't had time uh, to play much i jumped into the um it was the i jumped in on wednesday and thursday so it was the advanced preview and then obviously open beta i only played two hours yesterday but i was so tired um but that being said out of everything Halo has literally yeah. blown, blown me away. Ooh. It has literally blown me. I am so surprised. Yeah, I am. So, they can drop this game today. They can really drop this game today. I am so surprised by how good and how much fun I had. How polished is it? Is it really how, polished? It's so polished. It is See, this so. Is, this is why we said, like, take your time. Uh, three, four, three. Like they could have released this game last year, and it would have been yeah. fine, honestly. But they're like, now we want to make like a really special game, and like I'm really glad they waited. Oh, like, I'm... even though, even though it's been tough waiting for it, like a whole year, but like, you know, it's I really am nice super happy. Yeah, I am super happy that they've taken their time to, and that's obviously the, the multiplayer. So I don't know, any, I don't know anything about the story or whatever about the the other maps in the games, but it's so polished. It runs well. I would say there was a uh, there was a few frame rate issues, but they've said they know that they're going to be sorting that out. But gameplay, when you're in the multiplayer aspect, the arena, Mio, I have, and this is, and I'm being totally honest with you, I have had, I haven't had this much fun in a multiplayer shooter since early Warzone days. It's so much fun, so much fun. The arena, mm-hmm. oh my god, there's. There was three maps. There's not a single map on there that I hated. Damn. It was it's well balanced. It's well polished. The guns, none of the guns felt overwhelming or super powerful. It, it was probably the most balanced Halo game I've ever played. It's 
people saying, oh, it's not Halo. No, this is Halo. It's proper Halo with uh, a bit of, you know, a, a modern day update here and there. You have to. You can't just re-rash, rehash the same formula yeah. in, in a modern day genre. You get left behind. Because if you play like the old Halos now, it feels like you're playing them in slow motion. Like the game mm-hmm. is so slow. Like yep. it's it, there's no sprint. There's no like, you know, like quick melees, like like Halo plays so slow nowadays. You have to incorporate like yeah. modern techniques to it. Yep. So even the sprinting functionality, I didn't find that overwhelming. It just gives you that slight boosting, like, yeah, this feels good. Uh the weapons handle amazingly well. Even like the uh iron sights. So when you uh, um, look down your your iron, it's not like because they apparently that was just going to be cancelled out it was just going to be over the shoulder you know typical halo but they've incorporated that and mm-hmm. it still feels like halo the gunplay the the fights i found were so fun i've never had this much fun in a halo game like halo 5 garden i really enjoyed but there was aspects to that where i was like oh this doesn't work or this is boring or i found myself playing capture the fucking flag mm-hmm. and i don't I like that much yeah, yeah and i found flag. myself playing that uh and there was some great weapons the so the what's the the, the power ups that you get like the the yep. shield that you put the you know the the scorpion get over here the grapple hook uh, the invisible invisibility camo you get loads of other stuff they were balanced and I love that I just love arena shooters where everyone starts on the same playing field you know where the power weapons are everyone contests over those to you know gain majority in the game even the power weapons for example design is so great one of the maps i played i think it was like a bizarre looking uh, market bizarre um, arena where the rocket launcher spawns there but when you're coming out of the room on the opposite side there's a battle rifle there and it's telling you okay you're going to need this battle rifle because you've got to come out into an area where this weapon is going to reign supreme so weapon mm. placement is so good. Like there'll be, there's a close quarter area where there's a shotgun spawn and you know, this is the area for a shotgun. It's, it's so, I, I'm so happy with the multiplayer. I'm so happy with the multiplayer. I think 343 had done a, an incredible job. Like literally I've, I just wanted to talk to you about it and I couldn't wait to the podcast because this is the game that I feel like, you know, we've been waiting for a long time. Yeah. And this is the first full on like Return next gen. Halo game. The King. Oh mate, oh mate! This is the first next gen Halo game that we played on PC. Yeah. Oh my god, Ooh. so good! At, at so this point, good. though, I just hope the campaign is just passable. Like, yes, no, don't be uh, terrible. And like, you know, who's gonna play? Who cares about the campaign nowadays in yeah. shooters? Like, yeah. it's all about multiplayer. It's not like how it used to be. The so. multiplayer gets a thumb, a big, big thumbs up. I, I've had, I played so, so many hours on it, so many hours, and I enjoyed that more than Battlefield. Actually, I thought I was going to enjoy Battlefield more. I, Damn. I want Halo today. I really do. All when three is it coming maps, out again? Uh, I think December. I think December. December. Yeah, can you double check quickly? Yeah, I check. The you multiplayer know, is free. I, I completely forgot about that. The yeah, multiplayer is. is free. December eighth. Damn. Yeah, so there's a few things they still need to sort out, like the, the main menu. It did drop in frame rate to about eight eight frames per second. It was quite... The game wasn't buggy. There was no bugs in the multiplayer. It was just all in, in, in the main menu, uh, just in terms of optimization. Uh, I have heard that this runs better on an Xbox Series X. Yeah, yeah. which is quite surprising. You're going to so. make me get an Xbox Series I'm, X now? If this doesn't run well on my PC, because apparently it's just more optimized for console, which makes sense. You know, Halo's always been uh, Xbox's yeah. flagship. I might have to pick up an Xbox. And it and, and you can actually still play keyboard and mouse on the Xbox with it. So oh, if, nice. if, if anything, I know what I'm doing. But uh, it's, it's yeah, rest assured, this is looking super, super good at the moment. I cannot wait for it. And I think 3.4p have done... Uh, an incredible job like there's so much more things to talk about i love one thing that i was worried about was when they said they're going to take the red and uh, red red team blue team sort of thing out you know and everybody could customize their ammo to whatever liking they wanted and i thought how is that going to be involved like incorporated into the game so what's nice about it is your spartan could be yellow but you have this blue kind of um glowing shield around you so you know that's a, like an enemy or uh, a friendly and then when you yeah, die 
yeah, when you die, that disappears and you see the spartans. I, I thought that was like small details like that. I thought were really cool. I think the new weapons were great. There was a skewer weapon where it's literally one sh- a, a ske- skewer. So it's like oh, a shish okay. kebab. Yeah. So you shoot. And, yeah, it's literally, I shot one person and he, he got sliced and he got, uh, and he connected to the wall behind him. It was one shot kill. Um, the only weapon that I felt was a bit shit was the shotgun. That felt so underpowered. And so underwhelming. Isn't it, not, isn't it not the OG shotgun? Or they replaced it. It's. I think they replaced it. I think oh. they replaced it. But all the OG weapons feel so good, and they've incorporated a new uh, grenade, which kind of is an electromagnetic grenade where it just zaps all your shields. Ah, oh, that was so good, so That's good. But listen, it got me playing fucking snipers. That's how good this game was. Damn. Yeah. So, I like uh, snipers. Ah, <laughs> uh, mate, not with this. Not keyboard and mouse shit. But. Um, yeah, rest assured, I cannot wait for this. We're going to be, we need to get Rick on this. We really do. It's free to play. And uh, I cannot wait to be jumping on again, Mio. And just, I know what our weekend's going to be looking like in the, in the near Facts. future. Facts. Um, so, yeah, that's that's it from me. Uh, I know you've been busy with Deathloop uh, and Star Wars. So, give us your, your thoughts on those. Yeah. Um, Deathloop is a Bethesda game. It's made by the same developers as. Uh, Dishonored, Dishonored yep. Prey, and yep. like I would say, this this game is like, I would compare it to like how Sekiro is really mm-hmm. similar to a Dark Souls game. This game is like really similar to Dishonored, like the combat and like the gameplay is like pretty much the same. But like, yep. what really makes this game is the premise for sure. Like you know, you're in a death loop, you restart every day at the same spot, so like you have to kill. I think it's nine people in like yep. four hour settings. And like, you know, it sounds impossible because like you can only go to one zone per like per hour. So like it's like physically impossible to kill nine people. So like the yeah. like the cool parts of the game is like you have to get certain people in certain places. Like there's like this party at night, you're trying to like get like like a lot of them there, so like you can kill four of them. I would compare yep. it to like Hit- Hitman if you play like the Hitman game. Yeah, yeah. I love the Hitman games, yeah. But like, yeah, it's it's like it's like a really fun game. It like it like really makes you think. It's like, how am I gonna kill nine people in like a set amount of time? Um, the combat is pretty cool. It's it's it, the game is kind of easy though. I'm not gonna lie. You reckon? Like, cause like, I'm used to like Hades. Like you die, you like reset. But like for this one, like it it you get a power where like you have like three chances. Like so, when you die, you respawn. I was like, oh come on, that's too easy. Like, come on, if I die, like, reset the day. Like, come on, like, make the game hardcore. But, you know, it's trying to, like, convey it to, like, a wider audience. So I, I, I understand why they can't make it, like, too hard. But, like, I think the game's pretty easy. Like, I just, like, ran around with a machete killing everyone. Um, but, like, overall, like, I had, like, a really fun time at it. Um, I would give this game, like, a four out of five. Okay. That's a lot not- of people... Yeah, a lot Bad. of people are saying like it's like game of the year. I was like, ooh, come on. You don't but think like, it's game I, of the year? I, no, but I, I, I really enjoyed my time with it. So far, out of all the games I've played this year, I think Hades is my game of the year, to be honest with oh, you. Nice. Like, until I, Halo comes out. Until Halo, because that game is looking better. But Hades, I had so much fun with that. I really wanted to play Deathloop, but I just did find the time for it and I'm not sure if yeah, it's something too. that I want there's, there's so many games out right now like there's like Metroid Dread just dropped mm-hmm. there's like a bunch of JRPGs that yes. I want to play and like you were playing one the other day no? yeah Tales of uh, Rise I'm, I'm yeah. really enjoying that too I'll, I'll let you know how it is when I finish okay. it but like I want to play so many games but like my yeah. schedule is just like I don't think you have the facilities for that big, has, yeah exactly I think the but only like, games I could stretch for are multiplayer games and quick games here and there to be yeah. honest with you God damn it. It's yeah, like, Jesus Christ. It. That's that's life, yeah. That's called adulting. Yeah. But um yeah, <laughs> yeah my brother always visions. Yeah, go on. Wait, wait, wait. go with your brother. I, I was about to say, yeah, my brother oh, played Deathloop and he on PlayStation he got all the trophies, so platinum. Yeah. And uh he enjoyed it, he said. Like obviously mm-hmm. this was uh he had a, f- a few weeks before he started his new job, so he just absolutely just drained the soul out of the game and he loved it. I think he got um there was a part where you have to kill X amount of people in one go, and it's, it was quite hard. He did it as well, and he enjoyed it. He said, "If you, if you're really gonna be, you know, playing the game for for all the achievements and the trophies and doing everything, then it's the game worth picking up for its value. If oh, not, one hundred percent, yeah. And if not, if you're gonna play it like once and that's about it, he said he did say 
wait until it's like it drops in price, maybe thirty bucks or something like that. But I, I really, I really want to play it. To be honest with you, I'm just, it might be something I'm just gonna have to, you know, hold out until. I might buy it on Steam. How is it on on, on PC? Because I know there was a lot of issues it's, and bugs. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. I, I yeah. think people overreacted to like the frame rate. Like the frame rates, it it jumps in and out at sometimes, but like. Yep. I'm not the biggest frame rate person anyways. Like as long yeah. as it runs like over, I don't know, like 60, 60 at least. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. With me. Yeah. Um, so I'll probably wait until it drops on Steam sale and then probably pick it up. I might pick up a PlayStation sometime next year if they redesign it because I can't have that fucking monster on my desk. If they redesign it, I'll probably pick up a PlayStation just play on console, just, you know, um, library share with my brother or something like that. But it's a game that I've had my own. So you don't think it's a masterpiece, just four star? I think it's I think it's great, but yeah. you know, like masterpiece. Come on, that's yeah. like that's like Halo Two. That's like yeah, because everyone was raving on about this, like 10, 10 out of ten, mm-hmm. ten out of ten, ten out of ten. Uh, well, you heard it here first. It's not a masterpiece, and obviously, just just my is, opinion. I don't want to yeah, yeah. say you know no, anyone. It's, other it's the multiverse, well. so you know yeah. you can trust us. Uh, <laughs> Star Wars, yeah, yeah. I I think it's great. It's like yeah. it's like fifteen minute shorts. Like some of them are shorter, some of them are longer. I've watched three of them i watched the duel i've watched the twins and i've watched uh the ninth jedi because like yeah. i heard those are like the best ones and like i i like really like loved it like the premise of it it's like disney was like yo like they just gave anime studios like you want to make a star wars short and they're like hell yeah and like is it one studio or a very very it's like studios? it's like it's like eight different studios oh wow okay yeah so they were just like you know like let us know what your vision of star wars is and like I think they all like pretty much like knocked it out of the park and like it has what Star Wars has been missing other other than the Mandalorian, of course. Yep. The Mandalorian is is amazing, but like yep. it's got originality. Like Star Wars, like for like 30 years, we've had like, oh, we're gonna stay, you know, it's like the Empire versus the Rebels, Skywalkers. Like, I'm tired of it. Like, give yeah. us something new. And this is like something new. Like and like for like 30 years, we've had like the same lightsabers. It's like, you know, you've seen lightsabers. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like the most like unique lightsaber we got was like Darth Maul's like double blade lightsaber. But like here, there's like lightsaber, like umbrellas, lightsaber whips, lightsaber, like they're so cool. And it's like, I love it. Like, you know, as like an anime fan, like it's just cool to see like Star Wars in that kind of art. Cause like we haven't watched What If, you know? Cause like, yeah, we haven't I'm, seen that. I remember seeing the trailer. I was like, this animation isn't it. Like, I don't want to yeah. watch this. This looks ugly. But like for this, like the episodes look beautiful. Like, oh, they look so good. They look so good. Uh to talk about Star Wars, I know I really wanted to watch that. I just haven't had, had, had the time. I think it's something mm-hmm. that I'll probably watch here and there over lunch break, maybe because he's saying it's 15 minutes. I did restart uh, Mandalorian actually. Uh mm-hmm. and uh I have well, I haven't forgotten how good it is, but it's so fucking good. I, can, I can't uh, wait. I can't wait. To just, yeah, exactly. Just because of you saying we haven't had something unique since the Mandalorian. It's Star Wars needs to be refreshed in, in a manner where, you know, they can bring in a new audience and people like myself who are not the biggest Star Wars fans or have fallen off the Star Wars hype train over the years. The Mandalorian did so well to kind of bring me back into to that universe. And I think Star Wars Vision will do that. And they just, I think the Book of Boba should, should be yeah. doing that also. I like, know that's, that's been... Disney, uh, Disney got the Star Wars license and they're like, let's just remake the first three movies. It's like, what are you doing, bro? Like, yeah. thank you. Thank you, Dave Filoni and uh, John Favreau for actually giving us something original in The Mandalorian. That, damn. Yeah, exactly. And... Uh, I'm I'm glad they've done something different, and I can't wait to see what kind of other projects they have have in line. Because uh, I think Star Wars is such a a gigantic universe, ready to be explored, but ready to be explored by you know the creative minds of somebody you know who's who's willing to take risks, who's willing to do something unique, and just you know push the 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 world further. Because as you said, they took the license and they just. Re- rebooted kind of or just did the same shit so yeah um i i really want to watch that i think i'm gonna try and find time maybe over lunch or something during my lunch break to watch it but 
Yeah, I, I I can't wait. It looks so good. It really it's, looks like the animations look incredible. Like if you had that and um, uh, what if, I know what I'm gonna pick. I know what you're gonna pick. I know what the majority of people are gonna pick. Because what if I haven't seen that myself? I'm I'm not really interested in it at the moment. I've heard um, mixed things about it. I've heard mixed things. I think it's it's just about it. it's up up and down, but the animation has put me off. To be honest with you, uh, but I'll I'll give some time and just um, probably end up watching it sometimes um let's do some some news then uh yeah. we've got we were talking about star wars uh the book of boba is going to be dropping december 29th everything um, dropping december i have a dropping december what what do you want from the book of boba mia i know we're not getting any mando so this will tie us in yeah. for for a while until we get mando season three next year uh which is which I think is a whole different topic in itself because we watching the Mandalorian. I'm thinking, where the hell are they going to take this for season three? Even now, I still I I have no idea. So yeah, the Book of Boba that's dropping 20, December 29th. Thoughts on that, Mia? What what do you want? If you could have a top three wish list from that TV show, what would you pick? Yeah, so I would say that episode where Boba Fett appears in the Mandalorian. Yep. I feel like that was like. Like a like a like a soft pilot of the show. It's like okay, like we're gonna see how people react to this episode, and like if it's like that, where like Boba Fett is going ham on like a bunch of stormtroopers, like yeah, sign me up. One, yep. two, like just have the same grittiness as the Mandalorian, like have the same like Western feel to it. Yep, like that would be really tight. And three, like you know, maybe maybe a Mando cameo here and there. Like get, you know, he doesn't have to be in the show full time, but like. You know, if he shows up once or twice, that'd be awesome. Honestly, I, I'm, I'm not love, expecting. I would I'm love expecting, a Mando camera. Yeah, I'm not expecting Baby Yoda to show no, up. No, no way. Yeah, because Mando I think if they, if they, I think if they chuck Baby Yoda in it, because don't forget, Baby Yoda was, I would say, the main <laughs> attraction for for Mando. If I think if they yeah. chuck it into uh, Boba's uh, story, I think it detracts from what they're trying to do with the book of Boba. You know, I think this is a show just purely based on him. If they chuck in Baby Yoda, then he get he takes all the spotlight, and I, so I think that's going to be avoided at all costs. I don't think the studio heads are are that dumb to to include him, and so I wouldn't worry too much about that. But Mando, maybe Mando popping up in one episode would be so good, would be so good. You know, they might even tease that in 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 the trailer just to get you know hype for it. But I I, I think the show can can work on its own. I don't think it needs Mando or needs Baby Yoda to. To function as a, as a show, but yeah, I'm with you. I think if we can have another space western, all all out, great storyline, incredible visuals, you know, world building, uh, I think we'll be in for another great show. To be honest with you, because that's what that's where Mando, that's what Mando did well was the fact that they did man, world building. Man, I miss and, man, I miss Mando. Oh, oh mate, you, I started rewatching it. Just hit quick episodes here and there. It's so good. It's so good. Like I forgot how good it was, man. But like the first open, I'm on episode three or four. You know when they go to the farm. Yeah, uh, I just finished that episode. It's it's so good. Like the world building and the and the and hopping between the planets, and just baby Yoda. Man. I forgot how good that whole. Love it, love it. So if, if if they could, if they could emulate something like that for the book of uh, Boba, that then they've got another stronger TV show. Will it beat Mando? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. I don't no. think so. Yeah, I, there's there's no way you're beating uh, Mando on that. Mando's, Mando's been carrying the Star Wars, Star Wars franchise. franchise. Yeah, on have, its back, fam. Yeah, yeah, on exactly. So, so that that remains to be seen what that will be. But I've, I'm I'm really really positive. I don't know who's working on it. To be honest with you, though, that's the only thing I. Fabio uh, Rodriguez sure. is working. Okay. He's still directing right. a lot of the episodes. Oh, okay, um, and then. Next piece of news, then let's just stick with Disney for the time being as we're doing Disney stuff. Hawkeye trailer reaction. So leading up to Hawkeye, we weren't really that interested until we saw the trailer. And I think I know you're a sucker for anything that comes out on Christmas. I think that that gets me into the vibe. I thought thought the trailer was good. I I didn't think it it was mind-blowing or was like made me want to be like, oh, I need this now. Mm -hmm. But it made me a bit more, you know, excited about it like before my i think my excitement levels were at, at a zero because it was hawkeye i couldn't give a shit and then not forgetting the fact that he went to japan and killed most of my favorite people yeah exactly like, we haven't forgotten about that disney and um but i think the 
I think from the trailer they touched on that and they touched on his background. I would like to. I want to see where this is going to go. I'm really excited for that. If they could pull this off as well, I think that'd be a great uh, addition to the uh, overall MCU. But yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't think it'll be better than like, let's say like Loki. But like, no way. You know, if it's if it's better than like WandaVision, when when is when is soldier? I think you know like something enjoyable like. You know, yeah, like a three out of ten, three out of five show. Like, come on, just give us yeah. that. Yeah, I th- I think this would probably be on par with One Division or even just Winter Soldier. Um, sorry, Falcon. Um, but yeah, I, I I'm I'm a bit more excited than than what I was before, to be honest with you. Um, mm-hmm. thinking with more Disney stuff, though, that'll be the next two pieces of news coming up. Is um, Shang Chi drops on Disney Plus November the twelfth. So if you haven't seen that in the cinema for well, Lord knows what reason. Um, if you wait another month or so, you could probably see it on Disney Plus. Uh, but prior to this week, it was uh, it beat its box office record again for the third week, so that's doing extremely well. It's so good. Like I'm remembering, I'm talking to some of my um, classmates who have uh, gone to see the movie, and we talk about it. it's, it's it's so good. Uh, and also, Black Widow is has dropped on Disney Plus. I think this was this week, so I need to watch yeah. that. And Free yeah, Guy, that. yeah, Free Guy is actually on Disney Plus. I did not know that until. I was browsing Disney when I was trying to watch uh, Mando, and it was, it was there. So there's a few movies on the Disney Plus subscription service, which I, I think this is where Disney Plus is gonna strive, in my opinion, where a movie comes out in cinema, and uh, it drops on Disney Plus. Whether that's also the case for, let's say, Eternals, when that drops, like a few months after, like three months after it drops on the service. If that's the mm-hmm. case, then I think Disney Plus is gonna be in for a lot of subscribers in in the near future to be honest with you i, I don't know if that's their kind of approach it could be uh we, we'll have to wait and see because i know black widow and shang chi have come out in the era of, of covid and it's been and stuff so it, it just remains to be seen but if that's if that's their business plan then i think netflix needs to look over their shoulder because i think disney plus is great i think it's a great service like they've yeah. got a lot of stuff on the there. UI. The UI is actually great. Unlike HBO Max, it doesn't crash every time. Yes, you click oh, next hey, episode. HBO Max is awful. It's awful. Awful. Um, and then one more thing from uh, from Disney. It's the Agatha spinoff, which yeah. has been confirmed in excited the works. Oh, I'm that. super excited. I'd love to know more about that story. More, yeah. Uh, you know. I remember we were watching like Monovision, and mm-hmm. and you're seeing like that scene where she's like tied up at the. Yes. like the, the stage the witch, and like the yes. witches i was like damn like this could be like a tv series on its own yeah and like they listen to us so and another one here we Get are the check disney just give us the stop check playing, man stop what? playing stop. with us stop playing stop. with us the, man the, the why disres- are playing with us the disrespect you know like i want my respect mia wants us to suspect the multiverse wants its damn respect you know like just cut the fucking check um other news uh netflix netflix had a I'll, i called it i dubbed it the netflix showcase mm-hmm. um so they showed a few trailers first of all they showed stranger things season four say it was i think they showed it i think it's season four we're on season four no yeah anyways uh they showed that and as you pointed out they look older those, <laughs> I, those kids are fucking in college yeah and uh that took me out of the experience of the of the of the trailer straight away and we called this ages ago we said look these kids are not going to be kids forever how do you maintain this and it's not like this tv show comes out every year it comes out like every two years or whatever so i want to see where they're going to go it, it looks interesting here and there i don't know if i want more stranger things that remains to be seen but i definitely will jump into it just for the sake of it and obviously reviewing it and then we got another trailer for extraction is it extraction that chris hemsworth yeah, yeah, Extraction. Extraction 2, that's coming out soon. We got a mini trailer from that, and it was just basically the trailer was him. You remember how he ended him jumping off the yeah, bridge? Yeah, he got shot in the neck. He got shot in the neck. He's dead. The guy is dead. And he falls <laughs> I don't trailer. know how he survived. Yeah, and the trailer was just him in the water and then him having that flashback of him sitting in at the bottom of the of the lake, and he starts swimming up, and it's like Extraction 2. So that was that. That was a confirmation that he, he actually lived and yeah, and then obviously we've got Tiger King, which I want to see what this season two is going to be about. I wonder if it's going to be about uh, how they asked uh, Donald Trump to get him out of prison or something. God knows. Um, so that's that's from the Netflix showcase. And then Netflix 
sorry, not Netflix. Nolan has signed with uh, with Universal Pictures for his next movie. Apparently, the demands were he wanted 100 million budget. He wanted 100% creative control. He wanted 100 days in cinema. Uh, three studios couldn't release another f- uh, film three weeks before and three weeks after his, and he wanted 100 million on, on marketing. Seemed like Nolan knows what he wanted. Uh, but yeah, the movie has been confirmed. It's um, The film's just called Oppenheimer. Cindy uh, Murphy is casted in the next movie and will play the role as J. Robert Oppenheimer. And uh, Lud- Ludwig uh, Göransson will do the score for the movie. So the same, um, pretty much the same team that did Tenant. Uh, and before I come up with a theory that this is a Tenant uh, sequel, people? because wait, wait for it, because they did mention Oppenheimer in the movie, didn't they? Hey, they did. They did. They did. <laughs> and, uh, it will also have who is it? Oh, Hoyt van Hoytema as the cinematographer, and uh, releases July the twenty first, twenty twenty three. I'm already on my knees. Mm-hmm. Um, so Universal had described this movie as an epic. Well, tell me if you're shocked by this, but an epic thriller that thrusts audience into the pulse pounding paradox of the uh, enigmatic man who must risk destroying the world in order to save it. That sounds. Like we're gonna be messing around with time again. Well, yeah. uh, <laughs> he has to mess with time. He, he has to. in his contract. Exactly. Uh, but I'm I'm excited for this to be honest with you. Uh, yeah, it's well, a Nolan movie. It's Come a Nolan movie. Yeah. No, it's we're, yeah. we're always excited for Nolan movies. Yeah, ex- yeah. My brother made the joke the other day. He said Nolan could f- uh, film a man taking a dump on the toilet seat and would say it's a ten out of ten movie. Uh, but I'm super excited for this. The fact that it's not being confirmed is for Universal. He's he's cut ties with Warner Brothers, obviously. And uh, yeah, Cillian Murphy, once again, I think he's a great actor. I'm excited for that. Uh, and yeah, he goes, uh, I think it's a, uh, it's somewhat of a biopic I've, I've heard. Uh, yeah, the father of the atom bomb, atomic bomb. So I want to see how that that goes. Because it, it reminds me of Dunkirk, where I had no idea what we were going to be watching. And then I was kind of blown away by yeah, that was how, great. Yeah, I wouldn't say unique by how unique it was, but how unique Nolan uh, kind of portrayed its storylines and the storytelling in, in that movie. Because if that movie was just done in a linear path, it would not be as great as, as it is. So, yeah, July the 21st, 2023, we are ready. We are ready. Um, let's see what else we've got on here. Well, yeah, Peacemaker Show is finally dropping in. January 2022. That's something that we're pretty excited for, I have to say. Yeah. Uh, Peacemaker pretty much stole the show in Suicide Squad. Yep. Like, I'm excited to see more of John Cena. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he used to just be like a wrestler, but now, you know, he's he's yeah. becoming like a really respected actor. Like he's yeah. never gonna win the Oscar, obviously, but like yeah. you know, I like I like seeing him in the movies. Who do you reckon will win the Oscar first? Him or The Rock? Mm. Potential chance of winning the Oscar. I gotta think about this one. <laughs> <laughs> Because I'll tell you what, he wasn't bad in Fast Nine. No, to be honest with you, he wasn't bad in Fast Nine. I would um, say, I would say the rock. You think so? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, no, wait, probably John Cena. You reckon? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that drops in 2022, and and you're right. I think that was one of our favorite things about uh, the Suicide Squad, uh, his charisma, just his character as a whole. I can't wait to see more of that. To be honest with you, and I like how I. Um, I wouldn't say Warner Brothers or HBO are doing in terms of spinning off characters and giving them a new leash of life on the smaller screen. I just hope they sort out their service by then because I can't be skipping next episode and it fucking crashing every time. Um, and then we've got a, well, I did touch on this, a Battlefield 2042 uh, delay that's been delayed to November. It's not big news now. Um, and then obviously we finally got a confirmation, a GTA trilogy is coming soon, Neil. Yeah. yeah, can't wait for that. Yeah, I, I, I literally, I really can't wait for this. Like, uh, I know people, there was memes like, we just want goddamn GTA 6, but I'll mm-hmm. be honest with you, I would love to go back and play Vice City, GTA 3, and San Andreas on PC in, you know, HD, whatever FPS I'm going to hear, and just just relive those, because it's been quite some time since I played them. I think the last time I ever played them was on the Xbox. I've got the trilogy set. On Xbox, and yeah, it'd be quite nice to to actually just enjoy those games. I know you're looking forward to this. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to them. 
I can't uh, wait to like. Are they coming out on Switch? Because like, if they come out on Switch, I might buy like an OLED. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't think it was. I think it was next gen. I'm not too sure. I'm I'm actually not too sure what they're gonna do with that. Uh, but yeah, finally we're getting the GTA trilogy. Uh, I know there was rumors for that, but so um, and then obviously the OLED Switch dropped recently. I'm so tempted. I really am. Like the reviews have been great for them, but yeah. And then obviously you've got there's two games I really want to play. I want to play the Nickelodeon Brawl. That looks so fun. That's literally Smash Brothers, but Nickelodeon. And then obviously Smash Brothers dropped that new character, didn't they, the other day, which you were uh, pretty excited about. I'm not. That's from Kingdom Hearts. I want to say. Yeah. So sorry. I yeah. can't wait. Have you got I've, Smash Brothers? I do. I do. I have. A, I haven't played it in like two years, but you know. Yeah. They put one of my favorite video games characters of all time. Like there was rumors. Yeah. There was rumors. It was, yeah, it was, it was either it was either Master Chief, Goku, or Sora. And like honestly, Go- they could have. Goku. Yeah. They Goku gets Pikachu or Kirby. Yeah. What the Goku, fuck? Goku. Goku would fucking wipe the floor with Pikachu. Yeah. But yeah. I'm excited. Uh, Mio, I've covered everything. I think this is everything that you know needed to be covered for the last few weeks. I don't know if there's anything else you wanted to. To plug in or talk about any piece of yeah, news that I may have quick, missed. Quick, quick mention of uh, yeah. the new Game of Thrones series. Mm. I'm ready. You know, I'm yes. ready to be hurt again. I'm ready to be disappointed again. Yes. like I'm all in. I'm all in. Screw it. I forgot I'm to mention in. that. I, I haven't seen the trailer myself. Did you see the trailer? Mm-hmm. What What are your thoughts yeah. on that? It looks cool. It's gonna be about like you know, like the Targaryen civil war. Yep. It's gonna be a lot of incest. It's gonna be a lot of you know, a lot of incest. political intrigue. A uh, little less, I hope a little less like stuff on like whatever they did in the last season. But you know, like I, I, I'm, I'm sure they'll fuck it up again. Whatever. But you know, I'm excited. I'm excited to go back to Westeros. I was in the trailer myself, so I can't comment on that. And I, I forgot to mention it. Uh, but yeah, Game of another more Game of Thrones. This is spinoff, right? Spinoff TV show after before or after. Yeah, spinoff. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, that's it then for, for this week. I know I've you're probably having your breakfast now, right, Mio? I know it's uh, the time difference. What? Uh, I, th- I thought you were having your breakfast now because obviously of the time difference. And no, it's like 12 40. Oh, 12, no, no. <laughs> uh, fo- football Sunday for you, and I'm just gonna get yeah. back to work. But other than that, thanks for joining us this week for episode 85. Not sorry, not 85, 86 of the multiverse podcast it's been an absolute long weekend forgive me for the latest news and reviews and updates keep it locked to our instagram page at the multiverse.ig also subscribe to the multiverse on itunes or spotify so you never miss an episode once again thank you for your time have a great week and we hope to catch you on our next episode peace peace